time is so precious and people giving up their time to have lunch with me with no agenda like I'm not selling them anything and they're not selling me anything either really just to meet and share stories and know about each other and see what happens um it just feels great and i think that's where i got the most out of them um or they get the most we get most out of the lunches it's just no expectation sit down learn about who he or she really is and yeah and go from there Welcome to episode 187 of Be The Drop, a weekly interview podcast sharing stories from inspirational people to help you learn how to tell your story. I'm Amelia Veal, Director at Narrative Marketing and firm believer in the superpower of storytelling. As an extrovert, I sometimes take for granted how comfortable I feel networking and meeting new people. In a professional capacity, it's an extremely valuable skill to have to speak confidently in meetings and to make contact with new business prospects. However, if you don't feel comfortable in this situation, then you'll definitely appreciate the networking tips for introverts from this week's guest. Kaylee Chu had always been extremely introverted, but then she got a new job and didn't utter a single word in her first client meeting and decided she wanted to change. This was when she developed the idea for 100 lunches. Over the course of one year, she had 100 lunches with total strangers in order to break out of her shyness and change her life. In this episode of Be The Drop, recorded live from PauseFest, Kaylee reflects on her extraordinary transformation from too afraid to speak to anyone to a confident public speaker and published author. She also shares some of her top tips for networking with strangers. This is Kaylee's version of Be The Drop. This episode was recorded prior to the COVID-19 outbreak. So during our current time of social distancing, you should replace in-person lunches with online Skype meetings. However, the hints and tips to help you build your connections are now potentially more important than ever. Kaylee, thank you so much for joining me for the next episode of Be The Drop. Hi, Amelia. Thank you so much for having me here today. Well, we're here live at Pause Fest. Oh, wow. Yep. And you've just come off the stage. <laughs> How are you feeling? Amazing. This is so good because the audience was fantastic. They engaged so well. I'm just so happy at the moment, if you can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. To get us started and to understand a little bit more about you before we jump into your book, because yep. we definitely want to hear about that, I'd love it if you could share with us, maybe share the story about how you came to go through that process of the 100 lunches just to really get us to understand a little bit more about you and where this journey has taken you. Um, I wasn't planning to do that. I I was kind of forced to do that because I I wasn't born here. I was born in Hong Kong, came here, came to Australia to study. And I realised that for for the first 12 years I was here, I was just living in my little bubble to an extent that because I was so shy, I couldn't talk to anyone that's non-Asian, it started to affect my life. It started to affect my work Um, that I thought, I had to do something, like something's got to change because I don't want to live 
that little small world anymore. So I decided to go out and invite people out for lunch, hoping that that would bring myself out of my shyness so that I can start talking to people. And I was right. <laughs> wow. And I think that makes it even more incredible for you to be shy and, you know, to to then go out and have 100 <laughs> lunches with strangers. Because, I mean, I think that's that takes a lot of courage. So firstly, congratulations <laughs> on you. doing that. But then, so really this was motivated by a desire to you know, take yourself outside of your yes. bubble. Yes. And so this is definitely an extreme version of doing that. <laughs> but so what was, what made you think, I know that this is how I'll, this is how I'll get out of my bubble. Yep. I'll have lunch with a hundred people. Yep. Um, I, I remember I started a new job, but because for my, you know, first 10, 11 years there, um, I only hang out with people similar to me, like Asian, mum, two kids, only exactly like me. And then I got a new job with all, if not all, majority of the clients were non-Asian, like Australian. And I struggled so much that I remember my first client meeting, I couldn't say one single word in the two hours meeting. And I felt like humiliated. Like I was so embarrassed with myself that I thought I had to do something. I can't live like that anymore. And if I continue to live that way, like I can't even pass my probation to start with, but how am I going to show my kids, like, I want to, I don't want to be like that to my kids. So I have, that, that's when the idea comes from. Like, I have to get out of my bubble, meet strangers, so I can talk to people. And if you haven't noticed, I can't stop talking now. So, <laughs> it <laughs> so <worked>. that works. <laughs> yeah. So then how do you go about organising 100 lunches with LinkedIn. strangers? LinkedIn was a great <laughs> platform because you can stalk them a little bit and see what's interesting about them and send them a lunch invitation. And, um, yeah, just go, let's catch up for lunch. So, And what were the sorts of responses you got? When I first started, I think my you know, the yes rate was pretty low, maybe 10% roughly. Majority of people think that, oh, it's just another sales sales thing or um, I, I don't know, I don't even know why, but they just ignore me or say no. But as time goes on, I start to share my story on LinkedIn and people start to say, oh, that's a real thing. Then I start to get more positive responses, yeah. <laughs> and you mentioned that along this journey of 100 lunches, yes. you learnt a lot of lessons and some of them surprising. yes. Do you mind sharing some of those lessons? Absolutely. Um, wow, there's so many. I don't know which one to pick because I think that's the reason why I wrote a book. I wasn't planning to write a book at all. It's only after the lunch, lunches that I thought, I've got so much to share that I have to tell people how great it is and what happens if you go out and meet people. So maybe that's my biggest lesson. Go out and meet people because you don't know what happens and when's your next life-changing connection is going to be made? So lessons that I learned. Yeah, I mean, and for me, I, I'm an extrovert, so the idea of going out and meeting people doesn't worry me so much. But connecting with 100 strangers on LinkedIn and trying to convince them to come and have lunch with me still does give me pause. I think, <laughs> oh, I'm not sure. How would I go about it? So how long did it actually take? Um, whole, one year. So that was a New Year resolution in 2018. So I had the 100 lunches with strangers in, in one year, um, 11 months and a half, if you have to be exact. <laughs> but the thing is, I haven't stopped having lunch with strangers. So since I reached the 100, I kept going because I see the value in there and I just enjoy that so much. And I think I'm up to 230 something now and I have no plans to stop. Wow, great. And so how do you evolve that though? You know, you, you set this goal and you obviously achieved it so well 
then you've created the book from it. Where to next? What do you do on top of that? Convince others to have lunch with 100 strangers. That's it. Because I truly believe that's a life-changing experience. Anyone, anyone go out and meet 100 people, your life's going to be changed to a different level. So then, if you're going to encourage people to do it, are there a few tips that you might share? Yeah. What are some key tips that helped you or things that you may have learned looking back and you go, oh, well, that, that helped? Oh, there are so many. Number one and the obvious one is don't worry about rejections because you're going to get them. <laughs> to have 100 lunches with strangers, I probably have more than 1,000 rejections, but that doesn't bother me. Just focus on the yeses ones. And what else? Just be you. I think this is really important. If you want to have a deep connection with someone, like you truly want to connect with someone, don't pretend to be someone else. Just if they ask you something you don't know, just say, I don't know. And simple things like that. So you make a real connection. I think that's something really important that I like to share because it's lunch. I don't... The difference between lunches with strangers to all those online connections is that it's a real, genuine, meaningful, deep connection that people like you for who you are. So just be yourself. Um, yeah. Mm. And so then the lunches themselves, how was that? I mean, particularly going back, if you can, to think about that first lunch. <laughs> Were you incredibly nervous? Oh, the first lunch. <laughs> you know what? Um, I had the book launch few months ago I invited my very lunch guest and he up until today he hasn't replied me yet so if you heard this please say hi (laughs) that gives you an idea how great that was but no the first one wasn't that great because like I said I was really shy I couldn't talk much I gave him he was so nice don't, don't get me wrong but I didn't give him a lot of good responses but I think because of my shyness it really took me maybe 50 lunches to finally um you know, know what I'm doing really. I actually had lunch with a billionaire very early on, maybe 20 something lunch. Looking back, I felt like if I had lunch again with him again today, it would be a very different experience. But I learned and I grow throughout the journey. So, mm. yeah. And that's so interesting. You said you it took about 50 lunches. So, you know, like halfway through this, <laughs> this journey until you felt comfortable how did you keep motivating yourself to go to get to that it gets better (laughs) not 50 but like slowly slowly I went from extremely scared to uncomfortable but manageable and then it comes comfortable and now it's completely enjoyable and something that I look forward to all the time so it just change and gradually become better and better and that's just like public speaking I was absolutely terrified before and now I just love it (laughs) and and it's like any skill isn't it really you have to practice any skill if you want to get better at it and the more you do it and practice it the better you you get yeah in fact I had lunch recently with someone um she's um she's the CEO for a big company and that's what she told me people skills is so important as you grow up and get you know up there and I completely agree with her I can't find a better way to get better people skills other than just go out and meet more people. Mm. And I suppose that is a point because English is your second language. Yes. So, you know, that's another barrier that you had to sort of overcome as well. Yes, absolutely. And when I first started, I was very self-conscious. Like what I just did, him or her, because in Chinese there's no him, her. It's just ta, which means him or her. So I keep making little mistakes like that. And at the beginning, I was really self-conscious and go will people judge me because of that or look down on me because I don't speak perfect English? Then 
Especially, I remember one time that I, 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 I talked to one of my lunch guests and I told her that, hey, my, my mom's coming um, this morning and he bought something to me. And the confused look that she gave me, like, and go, oh, what? You said your mom and he? And she, she was so confused. But <laughs> like little mistakes like that, I was really scared when I first started. And slowly I realized, hey, that doesn't matter because people wasn't trying to judge me. They're just trying to understand what I was talking about and and slowly I become more confident and go doesn't matter just be me like mm. I said be myself and yeah and do you think the skills that you learned on the lessons that you learned were more related to business or to you as a person or was it kind of a mixed melting pot it was all rounded I can't think of a single area that hasn't been improved because of the journey which is so incredible like personal life even family life and relationship with my husband got better because I got out of my comfort zone and do a lot more interesting and fun things together and business wise it was just great so every every single area <laughs> yeah yeah and so then moving forward if you're going to look at you know encouraging other people to do this yeah. how will you create that framework are you going to try and formalize it or it's just a yes, concept I'm actually starting a hundred lunches club just to go out and encourage people just just do it like start with one lunch go out invite people out and you might be surprised um what happens yeah yeah and so then the other thing I noticed in amongst the book is you've got now is I'm not sure if this is right is it Kachu there's a little cartoon (laughs) character mentioning it (laughs) did I get that right yes I put a lot of effort in there um it was just really cute I like that thank you so much (laughs) um yeah she's just a little cartoon character that I created just to um, put more positivity in this world, just little thing and little encouragement words to, yeah. And, and why is that important to you? I just want to make this world a better place, to be honest. I don't know, like after lunch with people, I realise that, I don't know, one of the lessons I learned is really to give and to love people is really, really important and that just represents me, that little cartoon character and, yeah, bring more joy and positive energy to the world. Mm. Trying to, yeah. Oh, that's fabulous. <laughs> and um, that's all right. And so, you know, talking about giving this, so these people are giving their time and they're coming to the lunch. So who pays? <laughs> <laughs> Very good that? question. Um, <laughs> because I'm the one that invite people out for lunch, so I always offer to pay. But, you know, sometimes people go, oh, don't worry, Kaylee, I'll get this. Or we'll split half and half. So whatever they're comfortable with or whatever they want, I'll just follow them. But I think most importantly, if I had to pay for every single lunch that I had, worth every single cent. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, that how did it feel knowing that those people were giving, you know, you know, in that giving is something that's really important to you? Because we are all very busy, yes. you know, and I understand that if somebody reaches out on LinkedIn, you know, and sometimes they'll say they want to catch up. And I actually have the intention of doing that, but yeah. something happens and yeah. things and, you know, we're all busy. You know, how did that really feel and make you feel that those 100 people and now 230 <laughs> plus are willing to catch up and give give you their time without really knowing necessarily yeah. what... It's it's not a sales thing, no, as you said. Absolutely feeling very honoured and very, very happy about that because, like you said, it's time is so precious and people giving up their time to have lunch with me with no agenda, like I'm not selling them anything and they're not selling me anything either, really just to meet and share stories and know about each other and see what happens. Um, it just feels great. And I think that's where I got the most out of them um, or they get the most, we get most out of the lunches is just no expectation, sit down, 
learn about who he or she really is and yeah and go from there mm, and I think it's really interesting because you mentioned the deep connections yes. and I think in this hyper connected very yeah. technology world that there is an element of people that are really you know as humans yeah we need those deep connections yeah. and is that something that you think was both like obviously that was something you learned yeah but do you think that that was an improvement for those people that came and joined you as well absolutely yeah because I don't know, to me, the meaningful deep connection is so important because I had, I don't know, before I started the journey, I probably have more than a thousand connections on Facebook, but they mean nothing if you don't really know them in person or have the, you know, connection. And now, yeah, mm. like, like you mentioned, just... Yeah. So then also at the lunches, what are some of the tips that you would give to people if they're considering doing this to keep conversation flowing? Did you have some, some <laughs> little checklist of like, oh, if we get stuck and it's silent, what do you do next? Um, like on your top, it says, I love storytelling. Storytelling is so powerful. Um, simple things like ask questions and just listen. I think listening is so important. That's how you really engage with that person, get them to share their story and really listen, not listen to reply or listen to impress or listen to do anything. Just listen so that you understand him or her more and and build a connection. I think this is really, really important. Listen. Mm. Yeah. And so those skills, did you then take them into your job? Because you mentioned that first client meeting with yeah. your job, you know, and you're worried you might not get even get get yes. through the first three months. Absolutely. They're transferable and helps every single way, like every in, in day-to-day world, even with my family and with my friends and everyone. It helps to learn how to really understand someone. And yeah. Are you happy to share with us just maybe a couple of experiences from the lunches, something that was maybe funny or really insightful? Um, yeah, I've got a few lunches. I mean, they're all very interesting, but what I love about having lunches is that um, you don't know what's going to happen or what you're going to talk about. So I had lunch with someone um, who's a chairman of a listed company so I thought I actually went in the lunch with my notepad and a pen trying to get some tips from him and learn from him but then he actually had a huge fight with his girlfriend and broke up with his girlfriend the day before so instead of me asking him for business advice he was asking me for relationship advice the whole time (laughs) tell me what girls really think and and and, yeah and it was just really interesting and I got just have a while I got his girlfriend back so I did well (laughs) I think Oh, wow. So now yeah. you're providing relationship no, advice. No, no, don't ask me for relationship advice, but that was just funny because, yeah. And yeah, and any others that really sort of surprised you or? Um, so many. Wow, which one should I go? Just learn from others, from people from different industries or different cultural background. And uh, what else? I had lunch with, um, for example, Mark Chen. Um, he's the one that encouraged me to write a book because I had lunch with him during somewhere in the middle of the journey. He told me he's just a marketing person, um, but he loves the idea. So after I had lunch with 100 Strangers, he was the one that said, Kayla, you have to publish this. You have to share your story and publish a book. Um, and it turns out that he actually worked in a publishing company decades ago that he didn't tell me. So maybe that's the, how the book was yeah, was form and yeah, so things like that just surprising. Um, oh, good. Thanks. And now I know that, that we're just about to wrap up, but I just thought of one more question as well. Okay. What was the process like going through and actually writing the book? Was that challenging? Because you've never written a book before. To be completely honest, um, writing a book wasn't that hard at all because <laughs> I wasn't even planning to write a book. Like 
I, I first started with a LinkedIn article because I thought it's fair that I had, I met those amazing people through LinkedIn, majority of them. I just want to share a little bit of my learning through, through an article. But I just start typing and typing before I know it. The first draft was like three and a half thousand words. So I thought, oh, I might just type even more and do a book instead. So yeah, yeah so it, it was easy. It only took me like a couple of months to, to write, but... And then deciding the cover took me even longer, but that's another story. (laughs) (laughs) And then sorting out publishers. How did you go about that process? Oh, I'm too fussy to have a publisher. I self-publish so I can annoy everyone and do the things exactly how I wanted. (laughs) Including the cover. Including the cover and every little bit in there. (laughs) Fantastic. Well, Kaylee, thank you so much for joining me. In conclusion, could you share with me your Be The Drop tip? So that would be your top tip for communication that motivates and inspires inspires others just one tip wow (laughs) (laughs) you can give more if you want to go out and connect with strangers because they can help you change your life and more importantly you can change your own life you can change your destiny because if there's anything you're not happy with you can change it Thanks for joining me for another episode of Be The Drop. Don't forget to subscribe in order to ensure you never miss out on one of our weekly episodes. Be The Drop is produced by Narrative Marketing, where we believe that stories connect individuals and that powerful storytelling can positively impact the world. To unleash your storytelling superpower, visit narrativemarketing.com.au or check out our social links in the show notes. To contact me directly with any specific comments you have, you can email me via amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au. And don't forget that whilst a task or challenge may seem overwhelming, a waterfall begins with one drop and look what comes from that.